everyone. Welcome to The Intimate Room, where we discuss dynamic, unfiltered, and intimate conversations. This is Erica Avila. This is your girl, Janine Latrice. This is Pico Brown. And I'm Victor Silas. <laughs> and today, we're going to be talking about your biggest regrets. Or regrets. I don't have... No, I'm just... <laughs> um, I would say my biggest regret was having all these freaking kids. Nah. Yes, I regret it. I mean, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I don't want them to be here. I just right. regret having so many by different all different women. Gotcha. You know, that that's my regret because I knew better. I just was when I turned to a certain age. I was a, I was a wild boy, and I'm paying for my regret. So that's pretty much my biggest regret, and not pretty much taking advice from my parents when they told me good things. Although I've, I've learned them, I learned to deal with things as I got older, but I'm wishing I would have listened when I was younger. Maybe I wouldn't have had such problems growing up. I'm not, not a, I'm not a bad guy, but just like with, you know, kids and stuff like that. So yeah. that's pretty much my biggest regret. That was a very honest answer. I mean, so yeah. Thanks hey. for the transparency. Yeah, you're welcome. See, I don't need no glasses. <laughs> well, you actually oh have on glasses. So, Erica went, oh Welcome my God, what the shade. shade. <laughs> she, she gave shade. you a compliment. That's how you treat her? No, Dang, Pico. Erica, no, I love Erica. It's just true. Big shade and Erica. Stop in the hood, 3 o'clock in the parking lot. I go there. That's my regret. Um, For me, let's see. I, I guess I can think about this in two different ways. I would say... Um, the younger version of me regrets not following my passion. Nice. I listened to what a lot of people said that I was, because I was good at a lot of things. And that's, it's, it's hard when you're good at a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, my teacher said I should, should have been an accountant. Uh, I didn't want to do accounting. I wanted to actually be in fashion. But I was Those discouraged. Are two of the things that you're doing. Hello. Oh, yeah. Um, I really, I mean, I was good at it. It's what I went to school for, but I wasn't passionate about it. Um, I saw I regret not following my mind, my heart, because mm-hmm. I knew at a very young age what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was the little girl who used to cut up the socks and make sweater dresses before sweater dresses was a thing. You know, I think I created sweater dresses. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I did. Um, I was just that very creative child. So I just made sure that, um, I try to pull that out of my own children and not let them have fear of doing what they really love to do. So that would be my biggest, if we say regret, because I I really don't believe in regret. Hmm. It's almost like, I think things happen when they're supposed to. I think people have to go through certain things to really appreciate, um, things that happen later in life. So maybe that was the journey that I had to go through to learn certain things. Because if you really think about it, there's a business side of fashion. Mm -hmm. So they kind of work together. Um, And then that whole control thing, like we talked about on our last show, (laughs) because I could do my own books and do fashion. So it kind of works for me. Um, So I would say, um, unlike Pico, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I didn't regret having kids at an early age because um, I couldn't see it any other way. And, and even when I looked, it was hard. Of course, it was very hard. Um, but I think it shaped who I am very much so. Every every struggle, every thing that I could think about, it's it wasn't easy, but I think it was worth it. It's not ideal for most people, um, but again, I think it really shaped who I am today. 
So I can't regret the struggle. I can't regret. Um, I think it's just, I don't know. I, I think I've always just taken what people thought as negative and turned it into positive. So it's motivation for me. My, what I would call regret is that growing up, I did miss out in a lot of uh, childhood experience. Um, I actually grew up in this, like, what I would call like a bubble. So what, what, I, mean, what I mean by that is that you, we can only be at a certain, can only play at a certain, so there was no a lot of socialization. Mm-hmm. You can have that friends, you know, sometimes, you know, how kids, as a kid, you can, you know, you want to go play with other people, you know, other, other, you know, other kids and all of that. So ours was just kind of different. It was that you can't go out. Mm-hmm. So if anybody don't want to play with you, he has to come here. So growing up in that bubble kind of take a lot of stuff, you know, away from, from me. And that affected in so many ways. And I grew up with this being very introvert and very shy. It was, it was very bad. I was very, you know, growing up as a kid, it was like always this like distinct shy type. Yeah. I can't communicate in the public, not even in the, you know, sometimes it affects even your parenting, you know, what you want and how to ask them and stuff. Yes. That affected that in, you know, not that they, they you don't know, have to really, really ask before they can give it. Of course, they were providing, you know, um, they will provide everything. They'll give you whatever, whatever you want. But sometimes you don't even have, don't even have the nerve to even ask yes. them. Yeah. Because I was... You know, and, and and a lot of my cousins used to take advantage of me because of that. Because, you know, like, okay, I have to even tell them, like, oh, can you go tell this for me? Can you go? That's how much. Your social skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did lack that growing, growing up. Even in, 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 sometimes I hear people talk about stories like, oh, my high school, we used to do that. I never did none of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of those skills. That, you know, because that's where you build some of those, some of those things, some of those, you know, skills, some of those, you know, some of those street smartness and stuff right. and stuff like that. I never had all those other stuff. Even in my, even in my high school, even, even going to, going to college, even this, you know, I started beginning to um, develop myself in college. And begin to like, okay, I want to start doing by involving in so many stuff, so many workshops, so many classes and started. It took me a while. You know, you know that from what you should have have gotten growing up, you know, all just growing up as a kid and you trying to build that up at a certain time that you've grown. So you know that it's not going to be the same. You need a lot of time to make up. So basically that that's always one of my my biggest my biggest regret in life because it's affected me in so many in so many ways. So look at you now. Who would have thought? <laughs> right. Who would have thought? A what? You Shy. created a whole podcast show. Shy guy shy. a whole podcast. Right. But that's funny though, because I was I was a very shy, timid child, teenager. Me too. Young adult. Oh, I'm the yeah. outcast here. <laughs> we already know that. No, I'm just I, saying I wasn't shy. I, I was very shy, like to the point where when I it, it was bad for me. Really? When I yeah, high school. Grammar school, I I really I, I was supposed I was the valedictorian of my class. Nerd. Nerd. So what? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we already know. We already know. 
And I told the teacher I didn't want it. What? Wow. Honestly. You didn't want the spotlight. Because I didn't want to say I didn't want to have to get up there and do a speech. And I was like, can I just not take it? Can you oh, give okay. it to I see what you're saying, Can right? you give it to my, you know, the salutatorian mm-hmm. and just I'll take because the salutatorian didn't have to do a speech. So I was like, I'll be the salutatorian. Let her be the valid. She said, absolutely not. I was like, well, I'm not. No, I don't what, want what it. What they do that at? <laughs> <laughs> she said, I don't want it. I don't want it if I got to do a speech. But I think that was like the very, that was the very first time mm-hmm. um, I was put on the spot to speak in front of a large group. And she, the teacher was like, just look at the back wall. <laughs> Still didn't help, huh? It helped a little bit. So the whole time, I mean, it looks like you look at them. They can't tell. So I just stared at the back wall the whole time and nobody knew. But Mm. I was so afraid that I was like about to cry. (laughs) You were getting anxiety. I was having an anxiety attack before I went up there. And I was just like, man, this is tough. I don't ever want to be like that. But. It's, it's funny because people, I see people struggle with that a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I still get, you know, the little butterflies. Even like when we model, and that's probably why I don't like the runway. I saw you shy up on the runway. I don't. I don't. And I was like, you did really well. And she was still nervous. Man, I, I don't. I saw that. I don't like. But first, it's, it's really okay to be nervous. It everybody, is. Everybody, everybody has a butterfly. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I don't care Everybody. how many times you do it. I just mm-hmm. never overcame that whole, and that's why I don't do runway. I just don't like being the center of attention, and people think that's strange because we're Leos. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't oh care about that. I don't Everybody like knows. being the center of attention. I don't. It's not my thing. Like I would rather be in the background. I'm just, yeah. I like to be in the background too. The background yeah. is cool, man. I like, <laughs> I like doing stuff. But sometimes you don't get noticed, and, though. But that's, sometimes you don't get noticed in the background. But I think I'm okay with put, not getting the recognition as long as I do it. She's just humble about uh, it. That's what she, She's a humble God. person. Yeah, that's what she is. Is. I, don't, I don't need the the whole Blair, Blair, Blair. And this funny story, I'm going to say it really quick. And I can't say names because I work with these people. Oh, um, you already given your names already. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, I work with a you, million, thousands of people, mm-hmm. believe me. <laughs> But it, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just that someone highlighted me in a way that I hadn't, that I don't see myself. Mm-hmm. And it was funny reading because when I was reading the post, I didn't know it was about me at first oh. until I kept scrolling because the post was like very, very long. And then I scrolled and I started seeing my pictures and I was like, are you talking about me? Oh. <laughs> I was like, Who, wow, me? me? Oh. That's how you see me? So it was, it was, it was... <laughs> It was different to see so, that somebody saw. But that. yeah, but but sometimes you know people see a version of you that you that don't, you don't see. You yeah. don't see obviously because yeah. I was like, and see, just like you're saying, I would have never, never, nah, not Victor. Oh, really? But nah. that's, that's that's basically one thing for for real. That's mm. actually one thing that a lot of people do not know about me because you don't come off that you. way. Yeah, because because I. I've worked so, you know, I try to make sure I work so much just to just work on myself. Like, I'm always, I'm still a work in progress, you know, because (laughs) it was really bad. Like, growing up, it was bad. Like, when I say it was bad. Oh, yeah. It was B-A-D, bad. I understand. (laughs) That at the point that, you know, even if we have a visitor coming, I wouldn't come out. I would never 
come out. Yeah, me too. That's how I Because was. I will start thinking about, okay, am I even going to speak to this person? What yeah. am I going to say to this person? And sometimes if they force me to come out and I'll come out crying. It was really bad. Yeah. You know, and it was a lot of, you know, was taking a lot of advantage on that. It's like, okay, you got to give us this. We do this for you. So I would even be paying my cousin just to sometimes do stuff. Then if I go to church and they call me out to do stuff, oh, my God, I'm not going to that church no more. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> so now ain't coming back. Wow. And now I'm not. You know I'm not. Get up and sing. <laughs> you want me to testify? You crazy. That's like, what you want me to say. <laughs> so... <laughs> so basically, yeah, that's basically, the, you know, that's big, always my biggest regret mm-hmm. and things that, you know, what I, what I do different is just to making sure that, you know, grow up in an environment like, I don't know, for some reason, maybe the, my parents think that was the best thing, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but not that it was a like. It was, uh, what's the word to use? It was kind of abs- strange. It was just, a, you know, a family philosophy. Don't go out. You can always invite your friends. They would always like, you Shelter. Rather, yes, you write up, yeah, the shelter in place. Shelter. <laughs> we call it shelter in place then. Guilty. Oh, I mean, now. <laughs> so I, I think it's not really. <laughs> so there's a lot of uh, people skills then because there's a lot of stuff like, you know, you learn from different people. You do. So you, you, you take it from formal and informal. So school alone wouldn't teach you everything. There's a lot of stuff that you could learn. You learn from other people. Mm-hmm. People you see. You learn people's mistakes and things you see from people. I think that's how to raise a child. Mm-hmm. So and that was one thing that I did miss. And one thing that I, that's always one, one, one regret today. <laughs> so my biggest regret is not starting things when I want to do them. Mm. Right? Yeah. Um, I have a, what is that, bad time management? Oh, my God. <laughs> Procrastinator. But, but, yeah. but that you cannot be doing well now. You come, you come early all well, the no. time now. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not talking about actual time, Victor. <laughs> we still working on that. So. You're talking about your Mexican time? <laughs> yeah. My clock is in Spanish. And, what? You know. Numbers? What? I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But I... Um, you know, I started, I loved drama, I loved acting, I loved, I liked, I think when I was young, I used to love the spotlight, and I would be in plays, and when I was in fifth grade, I wrote a book, and my book was published when I was 10 years old. Wow. wow. Yeah, wow. I wrote a book that was published, and I've always wow. wanted to write another book, and even when you guys met me, I'm like, oh, I should write a book, and guess what? I still haven't started. So... I know that I have some chapters of my life that need to be published Published because I have so many different life cycles and stories and I'm pretty entertaining. <laughs> so uh, that's one of the things that I regret is not starting things when I want to do them because I'm very easily distracted. And so then I start focusing on other stuff. So that's one of my biggest regrets is not mm-hmm. starting things when I want to do it or when I get the idea to do it. And then the other one is, um, I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit here and let, that's another story. <laughs> and I'll write about it in my book. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> the secret chapters of yeah. Erica. That, she's, that You have to get the book when she writes it. There's nothing wrong with 
being transparent and having those regrets because without those experiences, we wouldn't be who we are or where we are today. That's true. And that goes for anybody and everybody. Yep. I think we all have to go through certain things and everybody's journey doesn't look, you know, we try to compare what other people go through. And, and I, 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 I speak a lot about this with my own adult children because they struggle sometimes with where they are positioned in life at a certain age, because like Victor was saying, you know, a lot of social media and TV and just people saying what you should be doing at this age or mm-hmm. what they have at this age. And a lot of it's just smoke, smoke screens and mirrors like that. It's not really true. You know, it, you have to judge your, your position in life on, you know, where you are. Everybody's journey is different. And just because somebody has, is a millionaire at 25 doesn't mean that that's where you should be. I mean, everybody has to go through something. It's um, a story that I read a long time ago about a nurse who she was, she was now like a, the highest that you could go. I can't think of her title, but she started off in medical school and she failed Hmm. several times from, from she started from the bottom like being a CNA. Then she went on to the next level, RN, LPN, so on and so on. But for each level, she failed each time. Mm-hmm. But she kept going, and eventually, she when it was her person. time to be where she needed to be, she elevated. You know, and I think it's all about timing and purpose, and when it's supposed to happen for you. You know, and I think maybe maybe it was you know like I, maybe it wasn't meant for me to be to you know go to the school of fashion at that time. Well, you know? with a fashion business, you have to learn all those accounting yeah bookkeeping that is part of it and and if you don't tackle that then you're not gonna yeah uh, that's why a lot of businesses fail absolutely and and it's like hairstylists who who focus more on the styling and not you know doing the books you can't you you have to kind of leverage both so i don't like i said i don't really believe in regrets i just think it's about timing and purpose and your will to push past the the things that we think we regret. Yeah, just call it a letter to yourself. A, my love letter <laughs> to myself. You know, sometimes regret is good because yeah. you, because you you live like we always talked about. We live, we learn. Like it could be like you're talking about it with just um, a certain stage of your life and now through regret, through those things that happen because maybe that those things have to happen for you to learn mm-hmm. and evolve. You know, sometimes you just don't let that define who you are. Right not living by your mistake, you know, because there's a lot of people who beat themselves to mm-hmm. the utmost, whatever. And like, Oh, Oh no. So you spend, you know, not living your life today, regretting. Right. It's okay to go back and visit and said, Oh, I regret that I didn't do this. And now is the time for you to do it. It's a, now is the time for you to, you know, do something different. Mm-hmm. And because I've seen so many people still, still, you know, from, you know, growing up and to the adulthood, they're still on that regret. Yeah. And let, let that define who they are. Yep. That is, I think that is the biggest regret. That is. When you can't move past those things. Exactly. You let it, you let it define your entire yeah. life. You know, things that happen to you, childhood traumas, whatever mm-hmm. it is, you have to be strong enough to stand up and move past it. No matter what it, it is, you got to let it go. Let it go. I know you it's, not, like it's go. not, everybody has some type yeah, of everybody trauma. Everybody got some trauma somewhere. Somewhere you just have to decide that today is the day is the that day. I'm going to let right. it go and move on. And you, it doesn't go away. Of course, you just, 
you know, an everyday battle, but you, you get past it to a point yeah. where you can live. That's you know? why my model for the Erica Quintero brand is live, love, culture. That's right. Because oh. when E-K? you... <laughs> oh, that's you, what the E-K is? E-K? Yeah. Because you got to start living, right? And you got to start loving yourself. When you love yourself, you're going to forgive yourself for anything that you may have done or the, any of your regrets, you're going to, if you love yourself, none of those regrets are going to matter. Nope. You're going to learn from them <laughs> and you're going to move past them. And then you're going to begin to live. And if you love your culture, there's culture in every different race and background. Mm-hmm. And when you love your culture and when you earn that, when you earn, you just demand that type of respect for your own culture, people start to respect you. And when people respect you and you feel the respect of others, that's when you just begin to live and love. Oh, live, love, and what? Culture. And culture. Because we all have I'm our gonna get a own shirt culture. I'm going to get a shirt with them. I'm going to get a shirt. We all dope. have our own culture. Yeah, no. Yeah, we do. We, we, we all have that. In, you, in a- you start to you know go around different. You start to become more diverse and open-minded. And you start, when you see other people respecting your culture and who you are, you start to live better. Even if they don't respect it? No, you even st- if they don't like you, but they respect you. You don't I, have I to don't, like me, but you got to respect, like you, but respect, respect you. me. Exactly. Right, but, yeah. I'd rather have you respect me than like me, because you cannot like me, but you still respect me. And I would appreciate that better. But sometimes you don't have none of that. People don't. <laughs> One of those are the type of people you just don't creek. fuck with. Those are call. You know what those people are called? Losers. Haters. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? If you haters. Don't, just some haters. And they have no reason to dislike you, and they just, just don't they like could. you. You could dislike me all the fuck you want. I don't oh. care. <laughs> oh, she's up. She's up, people. So now, we, we got it out to center stage now. You know <laughs> She is I ready. Get some care, drinks. I Bring don't the- care who don't like me. Oh, <laughs> did she have the glass on again? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We can't go around caring who likes us. Oh, Uh-oh. she put there it in the go. glass. All right. All the ego then came out. <laughs> who is this person? Well, that's a whole totally different person. That's, that's Erica that's Cantero. Cantero. EK. <laughs> the EK collection. <laughs> I'm gonna have a collection of thoughts on T-shirts. <laughs> no, no, but, hey. yeah, that, yeah, that's that's a good one, right? There. That's a good one because because you know in this show you you have a lot of those. You have a collections. I know the other you one. You need is to like, write down one every time yeah. you come mm-hmm. here. You remember how okay. you used to say "think with your uh your th- something or not your butt"? Oh, so, <laughs> think with your gut, not, not with your, your butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> so write that down. No, yeah, you you have a lot of those. You have a lot of those, and okay, now coming back to regrets, and I think regrets are good. You know, it's not something that should define. It shouldn't define who, who you are today. You know, you it was some, it, it was some stuff that you've made, some things that you've done wrong. It's okay, you know. Right. It, it's same thing with the prodigal son. What today, you know, we read in the Bible, uh, the prodigal son, you know, he makes his mistake. What did he do? He learned and he came back and he was accepted. Mm-hmm. So. Now, if that did happen, you know, and the prodigal son was accepted, I think that we should us as well learn to accept ourselves in any situation and things. Because, you know, come to think of it, there's a lot of this stuff that it wasn't even, it was beyond our control. Right. It could be, you know, it could be because, you know, sometimes you're young, you know, there's some certain, you know, 
character that goes to that. You know, like they say, young and dumb. <laughs> it could just be that. It could just be the society. It could just be uh, the community. It could just be um, the companies. It could just be family. There's a lot of these things that, you, you know, maybe was within your control. You can't control that. But it's not just you knowing knowing what you know today and still let that define you. Right. I think that is where the problem lies today. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when you when you grow out of that and you learn, now it's time, I think Erica, like Erica said, to forgive yourself. Yeah. And forgive yourself and see and not let, you know, because I think a lot of people are still living in that Trauma, shame. That shame. Yeah. It could be that maybe there is something that you did to 20 years ago. You're still living in that. Yeah. And ashamed. So and ashamed. Like yeah, oh, I did this, you know. Yeah. You know, it was, it's very shameful. No. It's time yeah. to forgive yourself. You forgive yourself and move on. Yeah. yeah. You know. And you, you, you don't forgive yourself. You give other people the power to hold on to that. Yeah, because people and will. Some people will that, forever yeah. try to drag you yeah. down. Always will. Yeah. Always, no matter yeah. how much you elevate, and yeah. people no will try to. This. I mean, yeah, power. they'll they'll dig up your past just <laughs> yeah, no. because. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll talk about my shit. So you, you can't. You can't. Right. You can't. You I'm can't say, say it before you do. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you my story, and then you can talk your shit because I lived through it. I did the shit. I know what I did. Stupid. (laughs) Stupid. There she go, EK. She's out, and she's she's in full effect. Oh my god, I forgot. You got some coke. She ain't even open it yet. That's me sober. It's all natural. <laughs> y'all getting the real, real. She's lit. They might not want to pop. All right, all right, y'all. When I say cook, I'm taking a cook. Eric on the war path. Yeah, not, not the cook you're talking about. But I don't know what that is. We but. all got a red can, guys. <laughs> Don't talk no shit. No promo. So, all right, all right, all right. right. So now, now, (laughs) so now, from what what we've learned today, so what would we do different from our regrets? Well, well, starting with me, I would say, what would I do different? I would be married before I have kids. No, if I if I was married and had eight nine kids, it really wouldn't look as bad, you know, because that's my wife, you know, but. If I can go back and do it all again, I, I would prefer to be married with children, not children, baby mamas. That's that's kind of that, that don't look right, especially when you get older. You you think now I'm not regretting my kids because I love my kids, mm-hmm. but if I can do it again, I, it would be with one woman. So that's my regret. Ain't no woman yeah. having no nine kids this day and age. Pico, on this plan. That's why I said I go back. <laughs> <laughs> I said go back. Yeah, I'm smart, Janine. I'm smart. I know that. Not one. They're like, boy, what? <laughs> You're crazy. Why, what you, what you what? think this is? A microwave? Like, what? <laughs> Talking about microwave. <laughs> you know how many white castles that is? Right. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, because I feel that, you know, a lot of people, you know, even... Um, so many people have different regrets. You know, people say, yeah. "Oh, I regret not going to college. I regret not, you know, getting I regret married. I regret not." Yeah. No, no, I'm oh. kidding. <laughs> you regret going to college? Nah, I'm kidding. 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 She was a nerd. But, but, but sometimes kidding. here's the thing. You know, I think uh, 
talking about that regretting not going to college or not going to college, I, I think uh, it should be a regret today because I, I think uh, you know we were going to talk about this on in uh, yeah. you know in us and I, and, I, and I mentioned it last the last time that this is, is going to be something we're going to be talking about in our um, subsequent ep- um, episode about college. Mm-hmm. You know, you should regret going to college if you went to college and, you know, you get all this degree. And you get nothing happens. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, to me. You know, I, and nothing happens. You should regret yeah, going to college because yeah. you're still paying. Your, you have all this yeah. student now, loans. Now, you, now you're in debt. Yeah, you're I in just, debt. And you, tell me this, Victor, because you. Uh, He's smart. When oh, did okay. you go to college and learn that you couldn't learn on your own? Let me get it. Let me get it. Well, what do you uh, have your degree in? I have a degree in physics. In physics? Yes. Physics. See? He's a scientist. You see, physics. <laughs> yeah, I got a degree in physics. physics. But what did you, what do you think you you learned in college that you couldn't have learned on your own? Is there anything? Y- yeah. Um, all those um, quantum mechanics and... Um, useful. At, uh, that you're applying how today. How are they useful? They're not useful. No. It's, I mean, yeah, if you're going to go into that field, but what are you using? I just think... I don't, I'm not knocking college. I went to college a couple times, two times, three mm-hmm. times, three. <laughs> Anymore? Right, Anymore? Right, you right. want to pull She's out like, your back times. pocket? A couple times, two times, three times. No, and two times, times four, times. right? Five times. I forget about the third time because I, I have a degree in healthcare management, which I will never really? use. Wow, I do. Okay. You have a degree in healthcare management? I do, but I will never use it. I thought it. you were an accountant. I know. That, that I, was, am. I am. I am. I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I went back to school to study healthcare management, and the focus was gerontology. And most people don't even know what that is. I, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> right. I have no idea what that is. Nope. Talk about germs. Is it germs? No, is it germs? it's the study of of the older generation. Gerontology is the seniors. The oh, study of je- senior living. Okay. Did y'all know that? <laughs> Hey, there's a lot of money in those senior homes, just saying. It, it is. <laughs> we ever get tired of the fashion business. It wow. is. I mean, it's my fallback. I can always fall back on a couple of things. But um, I just feel like some, it's just not, I think back when we were younger, when I was younger, college was really pushed. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. was like your only direction. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. You got to go to college. But now, today, we see a different way. I'm Kids and people make it without going to college. And right. I don't think it's everybody's path. Mm-hmm. Every again, everybody yeah. has their own path. And to force a child into college just because we think that's the right thing. That's not good. I would rather have my child wait a year to try to figure out what they really want than to say right out the high school, you're going to college because most kids come back home in the first semester. Mm-hmm. They sure do. You yeah. spent all that money all that getting money. them there <laughs> and they back home after, what is that? Uh, the first the semester. First October fest yep. or whatever no re- they have. Back no in January after the holidays exactly. and they're really broke. Yep. And no you refunds. Just, like, spent I'm all back. this money <laughs> after the holidays. $10,000 for yeah. four yeah. months. Right. And now they're in debt, you know, but I think we should, people should really think about purpose and, and and is college the right avenue it could be trade school it could be anything mm-hmm. it could be learning a life skill it could be you know somebody developing their entrepreneurships mm-hmm. i mean skills and you know mentoring someone or following a mentor program i just think um college can be overrated and i'm a i mean like i said i've and been overpriced. to college but are you are you you're a bit overpriced right it, is it a regret for you uh, i i think i regret the last degree because <laughs> she didn't apply it she I didn't am, use it I think 
I mean, I could. It's a fallback right. thing. Like it's a fallback, but I just, to? I don't want to because right. I just don't believe in a lot of things that I learned. Um, but, but okay. Yeah. Hold, 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 so, hold on one second. Who, why did you choose that? Because I, I, for a point in my life, I was, I was in a position where my parents were getting older. My grandmother was getting older and I saw a need for advocacy okay. for older people. And I was, I was already doing it, so to speak. And I was, I was really passionate about doing that. So I was like, okay, you know, I don't have to take a whole lot of classes. So I just went back and, and focused on the, the part, the, the social part of it that I didn't have. Um, and so that was my goal to be a healthcare administrator over uh, a senior living home, assisted living, senior living, something like that. But then you get out of school, you graduate, and you take this oath. And mm-hmm. I was like, "Yeah, I can't be, I can't really do the oath." <laughs> <laughs> but but you, I'm still, good. Ha- but you still have an opportunity there. You know, you oh, can. Yeah, I, can do I it. think you should. It should maybe. Um, only- no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she shut that down. Quick. That's yeah, a strong no for like, me. Like hell no. <laughs> nah, it, it's, it's too many politics for me, and I just can't be a professional liar. It is really? what it is. Is it professional? You can Absolutely. Lie. You will bend the truth a little bit. Mm. A lot. And not tell the truth. Not tell the com- whole truth and nothing but the truth. You got to kind of smooth it a little bit. Yeah, I mean, there's so many. You just got to figure it out, you know. If that was the mistake, it's just, you know, if you regret today, like for instance, I'm regretting going to college and I'm not, not going to college, it's never too late. Right. To do- <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> it's better later. Sometimes you get more value later. So I don't think people should be, you know, because when you're young, you really, you're thinking about partying, the parties afterwards and, and homecoming and all the stuff that ain't, you know, you're not really going to school for. I mean, it's experience. You but. know what I was thinking about the other day? I don't know if I watched a movie or what the heck even triggered this thought, but I was thinking about how um, all the kids go to college and they're right out of high school. So they're 18, 19, mm-hmm. you know, barely 20s. By the time they graduate, they're 23, what, 24, whatever. All the drugs that are they have access to and they're exposed to and how a lot of them become addicted. Girl, they ain't getting to college. They started that in seventh grade. So I hear... I talked to my little cousins. What I'm selling drugs in in, in grammar school. Before that, before that, used to hear about that. Before that, it used to become like once they got to college, right? And on campus, and they were living on campus, and they were partying and these fraternity parties, and yeah, they're trying all these drugs and doing all these pills. Yeah, we have way more access to pills and opioids now than we ever had before. But this has been going around for centuries. Yeah, how? Yeah, there's. Campus police. Ah, There's please. jeans. But what I'm saying is there has to be a market. Those are suppliers. How, right. That's what I'm saying. That is Those are the dealers right there. That's what I'm yeah. trying to tell uh-huh. you. That was my point exactly. Like, this has been going around yeah, for been years. Going on for years, yeah. And they sign everybody up because mm-hmm. they're pushing college. So you as a parent are thinking my child is not going to be successful or they're not going to get anything accomplished unless they go to college. But then you go sign your child off. You put yourself on the um, contract. You put yourself on the contract. So they're getting the family in debt. And then your child is on an open campus 
With God knows what. With yeah. sex, drugs, yeah, and out there, yeah. everything else. So are you knocking uh, college? Well. <laughs> <laughs> what comes after well, the will? I, now, I am eager un- to know. unfortunately, <laughs> it's everywhere now. This was yeah, it could be before. anywhere. It could be in now the, your, your backyard. It could be Kids, your- we have, we're exposed to everything now. We have access to everything because of social media and how easy it is to communicate with people and get access to everything. So what I'm saying is that as a parent, I think we have to do better. Um, We have to come to the realization of the ugly world. And like you said, not pushing a child just because we've been taught Mm -hmm. that this is, these are the steps that you need to do in order to succeed in life or do well in life when really they're setting us up for failure. Yeah. It's a system mentality. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's an old mentality. I just had this conversation with uh, one of my children. Um, Won't call no names. But (laughs) we know all your your children already. So we'll call no names. But um, we're just going to take a guessing game. It's just that I think that um, the old mentality is that you have to, you know, most people, like a a couple people at my job, they've been there 45 years. They just made 45 years as long as I've been living. They've been at this job. I did. Why? Like we're talking about, is that, is that still related to the, the, the previous topic? The fear of. Yes, <laughs> it is related to that. And mm. I just, but I also think that this just the old mentality that, that they think they thought that you get into a good job mm. and you never leave that you job. You got benefits and you got benefits. I'm going to retire from this job. And, but then you get to a certain age and that job is looking at you like you're a liability now. Yeah, that's you're the, a liability. That's, man. The, <laughs> that's the the bad part of, of staying somewhere so long because that's the business problem. side of it is, is that your insurance is a lot higher when you get older. So they're trying to get you out the door. Bye-bye. Right. Go, go. We don't want to pay for your surgeries. It's the truth. It's sad, but it's true. This is mm-hmm. the business side of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's true. Tell they, us. They accounting. want you to go. They don't yeah. want you on the books with your surgeries multiple times a year. And you're calling off and taking off with your leg and your knee. Here. It's just better to pay you out and let you go. Yeah. Uh, that's why we have buyouts. But it, another story. But I just think now people realize that you don't have to do one thing. You can be an accountant for 20 years. You can be, well, 10 years, five years. You can do multiple things. You don't have to be at a job for 40 years. I don't think anybody is destined to stay in one place Not i think you, you 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 kind of uh try it out see just try something different something you know different. See open your work. eyes to something different and i i i give credit to my man at the end of the oh Lord. the table here oh yeah for you know you Anybody we, we got to give him his flowers <laughs> while he's here and he yeah. can he can smell them so I have to I have <laughs> to you. give him credit when credit is due because he pushed me in elements that I never would have thought. How did I push you? Oh, absolutely, did you fall? sir. I, yes, <laughs> I fell very hard. I hope he didn't fall. I, I mean, it, like he said, that fear, the mm-hmm. fear, the biggest. <laughs> our very first shoot, I was terrified. Oh. I had my mama there. My daughter was there, Golly and child. I was. I was still terrified. And then when I saw the shots, great wow. shots, but I was <laughs> fearful of them being released. Yeah. Mm. I was like about to vomit. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. 
and not that they were bad shots and people were at my job were buying the magazine and I'm like god do I really want them to buy the magazine because they're gonna have this you know like copies of me oh and I'm like ooh but everybody wanted to buy one and I was like should I like should I let them buy it <laughs> but that's fear you yeah. know just fear of the unknown and um, just being pushed out of element because right. that was like, you know, that was nobody believed that. Not even my mama. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it takes somebody else to moral of the story to push you just a little bit. Yeah. And I think get you out of your own. To, to see something in you <laughs> that you don't see in yourself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think we all pushed each other because that's why yeah. we're all here. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. yeah that, that's yeah. That's right. And yeah. and I you know I just. This one big family, and yeah. I absolutely let, don't faith let your over fear. Fa- oh yeah, faith over faith fear. Over faith over fear. And don't let your regret or your your past. It's just like you know, and I, I must I will say this: like the past, it's just it shouldn't be where you live. In. Mm-hmm. The past is the past. It is the past. Mm-hmm. Whatever the mistakes if you made in in life, think about. Look at the prodigal son. Whatever, you know, mistakes you've made in life, you have to look past that. Don't let that define you. Mm-hmm. Whatever things that wasn't working, maybe things the way things were in life before, you know, it's time to just understand that what is ahead of you is, ba- is better than what's behind what's you. What's behind you. Mm-hmm. And even the Bible says that the glory of the latter days shall be greater than that of the former days. Mm-hmm. And that's a word that we should live by every day. Let, let your past go. Let your regret. Just know Keep that walking. that regret was there just for a lesson. Less. I would say the three G's. Oh, Lord. What's the three God, G's? glory, and grace. God, oh, God, oh, look at that. All right, then. Look at that. Look at that. Okay, <laughs> you guys don't know I got a spiritual side to me because I talk all that shit, but... <laughs> All in the same sentence. Oh, Did y'all get that? Right, right. We were, we were still trying to get that already, but you know, just crashed, crashed, landed the entire thing that we were trying to figure out what you just said. She and we I said the three G's. God, glory, and grace. I'll let you guys live in that moment. That's what we wanted to leave. All right. Not the second one. Edit it out. Nah, leave it. I'll live it. I'm gonna be a cursing minister one day. Hey, I, I know some. You want I, I, I know a couple because I, I could preach. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, for real. You can preach, Eric. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, I know. I got you the know gift you can gab. Yeah, <laughs> the gift to gab. I do. I have the gift. I've been told, so I've been told. But the tequila wouldn't let it come out. I don't know if you can drink tequila and be preaching, but okay. The tequila is killing the spirit, you know. No, I don't even drink, you guys. Modelo. The Modelo is killing the spirit. All she had was this water. I had water and Coca-Cola. That Coke you talking about, Victor. Pass the Modelo over there. Yeah, I don't even really drink. I used to always be like, you know, I'm naturally high. I'm just pincher. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that's that's Erica's last take. Uh, Judy, what's your last take? Believe in yourself. <laughs> don't let the world shape you. You shape it. <laughs> don't live in the past. Just like you said, don't 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 live in don't 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 live at that address anymore, you know. I mean you can only 
Move from right, the address. Move forward, right? Pack move up from and the address. Move. Pa- pack up and move. You know, I, I like love that. that. <laughs> I like that. Right now, I'm the preacher. Okay. <laughs> hey, you are a preacher's son. Pick so, hey, pick you, you got it naturally. Yeah. Pick up the preacher. Oh, your dad was a preacher? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. How y'all missed that? He didn't say that like a million times. No. He was my dad. I only hear him. No. Go back and listen to them shows. He said it several times. Oh, really? I thought he my fifth grade teacher, I never forget. Her name was Miss Heron. She was a nice, nice lady. God rest her soul. I don't know if she did or laugh, but if she is, God rest her soul. My sister came to get my report card one day, man. She was like, "Oh, that." Well, I never went by the, that name. I always went by Lamar. what? What name is that? What Bertrand. Name? I never oh, went by Bertrand. Bertrand. That's my real name, Bertrand. Oh yeah, I, I, I think I've heard that in second time. I hate that name. <laughs> don't I say that. By Lamar. I, I never like that name. Yeah. So my sister go get my report card. She like, yeah. That Lamar something. I he's gonna be a comedian or a preacher. <laughs> I'll never forget she told my sister that. She's like, he he he's definitely a people's person. So there you go. And I owe that to Victor because Victor brings the best out of everybody. Oh, Although he wasn't back right. there when I was a kid. I appreciate that. He brings the best out of everybody. He does. I appreciate that. Even when he don't want to, right? Yeah, that's, that's you know Victor. what I like about you, Victor? No, it's I, not about me, show. No, 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 no. no. We're yes, talking about regret. Yes, <laughs> give him right some more flowers. We, we, we're Hold talking on. about regret let, today. Let, let, not, let no, Erica no, no, no. give you your flowers. Give okay. flowers, Erica. Give okay. flowers. <laughs> go, go ahead, Erica. But we were talking about regret. <laughs> oh, that show's over. You, right. don't, you don't want her to regret not saying it, right? Okay, okay. all right. Oh, okay. See? Don't regret saying it. Okay, go I for it. I like that you push us to work yeah. harder. Even if you're not directly telling us to, you're like, Saying it without saying it, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. make me want to work harder. Yeah, oh, really? that's How my about point that? exactly. Yeah, oh, I, I yeah. appreciate that. I appreciate that. No, here's the thing: it, it's not just like like I like I I was talking about in in the previous show. You know, it's it's basically my the association and people that I associate mm-hmm. myself with. <laughs> you know, it's because yeah. what, the same thing with you see and you just understand that. When, when we look at the world we're living today, you're going to see that a certain set of people are making it. A certain set of people have more than this set of people. And it's some, something that I'm almost curious to know. Why? And I realized that information is support. It's they naturally want to see these other people, you know, they like, okay, if they, they see something, they share it with this, and they try to push the other person to be that thing, to get there too. And that's something that I immediately said, this is something is a, some, that I vowed to myself, this is what I want to do. I just don't want to, you know, if I see something is working, I just don't want to just work for me too. I, my, my goal is that how will I, can I make that thing, if it works for me, work with the next person? Mm-hmm. You know, because some, sometimes it's not just about when we say friends, you know, or when we say, oh, okay, this is my friend. This is how I take it. What is friendship is not just about names or want to hang out and want to do stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a thing that what have you all how impactful? How have you impacted that person's life? Mm-hmm. That's true. So you're really living outside your bubble now. Yeah, you're that's right? the thing. Because, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, in in you know, and I remember then, um, mm-hmm. and this was in, in, when I was in college. And I usually always say it, and I was like, if you don't, cannot add value to my life, mm-hmm. it means that you are devaluing me. That's there right. you, go, you cannot be my friend if I cannot learn from you. Even till today, mm-hmm. if 
you cannot because that's how friends supposed to be. If you you know you're working with somebody, they're supposed to add value to you. Any partner, right? right. Any partner, mm-hmm. they're supposed to add value to you too. Mm-hmm. If you have a friend, it's always taken. Mm-hmm. Then the friend become a parasite. When you see a parasite works, yeah. what they do? A leech. They leech. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they take yeah. it out until yeah. you have you left you with nothing. nothing. Blood suckers. And when yeah, they were blood sucking demons. And then there's people that give you that energy. They will suck <laughs> the energy out of you. Nothing is left from you. No, you will literally feel that. You will feel drained. Yes. They're called energy stillers. Yes. So, yeah, and that's that's my philosophy. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I said to myself, you know, me, that I know this is my philosophy that I can't associate myself with. If I can bounce idea, if you can impact my life in any way. And I also want to take that also to the next person. Mm-hmm. Anything that they know, because everything boils down to information. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's information. Yep. When you are not informed, you will deform. And when you are deformed, you cannot function. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's true. So basically, that's just what naturally that I try to because of what I live by my, my, by my principle. Mm-hmm. And not that, you know, things that I owe, just that. And I, I'm not struggled to do this stuff because that's basically what I, you know, vowed to, my, to myself. And, and that's basically the message that I pre- preach everywhere, every time. If you see something is working, tell the next person. Mm-hmm. And don't say that. Sometimes people are always like, oh, no, I don't want people to steal my shine. Yeah. What you know? Were you shining? Wait, wait, wait. Were you shining? That, that's a shine. Did that's the light beam want... off of you? <laughs> I don't want black. I know this might sound very cliche, but if you look at the stars, the millions, trillions of them, none of them struggle to shine. They Mm-mm. never do. None of them. Mm-hmm. None of them. They just do it. None of them. Nope. Not even struggle to shine. In every profession, sometimes we're like, oh, I can't tell this person about this, this job. There are millions of companies hiring. Nobody's going to yes. take your position. Right. Exactly. Again, exactly. again, if it was meant for you, That's it, right. it will always be, be yours. Be yours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. I tell people that all the so time. We're just, I'm, I'm just trying. My, my goal is to break away from all this, like, on. Uh, you know, I want to have it all by myself. And, 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 and today we were talking about, you know, when people were talking about, you know, I know we mentioned worth um, earlier on in the show mm-hmm. and success. Success is really not about how much money you have. Nope. Who have you impacted? Money. It's just right. how many people you've impacted. Yep. So I'm trying to be successful and not just by finance. Finance. Yep. But when I look at people around me, and, and, and we talked about, we sit, if we want to hang out, and we can talk about it, we see that all of us are doing well. That's just, that's my, that's my goal. Mm-hmm. So basically what you're saying is if you know you added value to someone's life, then you feel rewarded. Yeah, that's, you, makes I you feel, feel successful. Yeah, I, it makes me feel successful. Yeah. It makes me feel successful. You've accomplished what your purpose is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So we just have to. No, no, what our purpose are in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's the thing. And you know, we always we've talked about it many ways. 
instead of tearing each other apart. Oh, I just got another T-shirt. Uh-oh. <laughs> Live in purpose, not on purpose. Uh, okay. Okay, that's it for tonight. All right, everybody say amen. Amen. He said everybody say amen. And amen. Amen and amen. Evangelist Eric over Yeah, that is it from my show today. Pastor Modelo. Sleepy. Evangelist Modelo. <laughs> she Pastor haven't Modelo. opened the Modelo. Hold on, guys. That's the glasses. And with the glasses. What's in these glasses? I don't know. What Man. I don't know what is in this glass today. All right. So, yeah, basically that's... It's a glass half full and not so, half empty. Oh, Lord. I'm Evangelist Erica and I brought Victor a six-pack. <laughs> Every time Erica comes to the show, Erica will bring... <laughs> Erica bring beer to the show every time. I'm every spiritual, time. but I curse a little bit. And yeah, I'm spiritual, but I curse a little bit. No, you don't curse a little bit. You curse, curse a, a lot, lot of, of it. Bit. Y'all is so funny. This is hilarious. Put that on a t-shirt. It's uh-huh. gonna sell. Yeah. I curse a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, All right, goodness. so okay, yeah, it was just um, what's a fun show today, and uh, you know, and um, I think my great regret will be if I don't leave the but mark, I don't leave the mark, or I don't leave the purpose that I was met right. or my calling. That would be my greatest. Re- I like regret. That. Yeah, and I guess I like my that. biggest regret would be if if I don't accomplish some of the things that I know are goals for me. I don't live in regret. Okay. Write a letter to yourself. <laughs> I will put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> I don't live in the grid. I believe in life experiences. So that's been our show. Don't forget to tune in once again every Thursday. We are the Intimate Room Podcast Show. You can find us on anywhere. You can play. What are those things called? Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. Hashtag Nacho Mama. <laughs> what? I don't know. How would? What, what, what was that? What was hashtag that? the it's, it's TRI podcast. How do you know how this hashtag comes in? Well, she said Nacho Mama. Nacho what? Mama. Okay. Okay. I think she must have cracked it a little bit I or something. Wait a minute. Oh, God. That was so. Pastor Modelo. <laughs> Pastor Modelo is going off again. People. This is my sleepy radar. I start to get very silly. Pastor, All right. Pastor Modelo, can it's you my take us out, please? My alarm went off at 10 o'clock. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is Erica Avila with the Intimate Room Show podcast. You can find us and listen anywhere you catch your podcast shows on with dynamic, intimate, and unfiltered conversations. <laughs> what else am I supposed to say? <laughs> She's signing out. I'm your girl, Janine Latrice. <laughs> yeah, she's done. I'm Pico Brown. That's our show today, guys. <laughs> I'm Victor Silas. <laughs>